Welcome to Ha'igeret, or The Message, a unique journal of original and plagiarized Jewish thought in the merit of my grandfather, Benjamin Ari Ben Meir, and in the merit of Nucham Shaul Ben Chaya Vela. May his neshama have an aliyah, and may his memory be a blessing. There is a cartoon that goes like this. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, our teacher, is on his way down Har Sinai, on his way down Mount Sinai, with the Aseret Hadibrot, the Ten Commandments. A hippie-looking man with long hair, the funky-tinted shades, and sandals comes up to Moses and says, Moses, could you redefine those commandments of yours so as to make them more meaningful for the youth of today? The Ten Commandments have just been given, and yet our communal passion for novelty already considers them old. When Jewish educators are told to make Jewish teachings more relatable, they are being asked to bring the teachings down. But what about bringing ourselves up? I was thinking about that cartoon while learning about this Parsha, because this particular Parsha, or Parshiot, because we have a double portion, is one of those that is very specific and, on the surface, not totally accessible today. Operative words, of course, on the surface. Thanks to some very smart, insightful people who write very smart, insightful things on the Parsha, I have learned some deep stuff, and I am excited to share that stuff with you. So like I said before, this week we have one of our special double portions, which I always hear when I hear double portion, I think of the daily double from Jeopardy. Anyway, the Parshas are Tazria and Metzorah. Both have to do largely with the laws of ritual purity and impurity, more specifically with the laws of a specific skin condition called Tzara'at, which appears when people commit certain interpersonal sins, such as Lashan Hara or gossip, literally meaning the evil tongue. When someone is quote-unquote diagnosed with tzara'at, they are considered ritually impure, or tameh. After a quarantine period, if the infection hasn't spread, they are deemed tahor, pure. But pure and impure don't really do the translation justice. I know that's a super annoying, gatekeeper-y thing to say, but I mean the translation isn't good in regard to how we perceive these words in English. Because pure is morally good, like in English, and impure is morally bad. But these words shouldn't have a moral value. They're supposed to be neutral. They're supposed to be neutral words that describe something objectively. And this relates to one of the reasons that people got Tzara'at, the skin condition, Lashon Hara, or gossip. Lots of things that we may not really consider gossip actually are. For example, sharing something that is objectively true is still considered Lashon Hara if it's not shared for a meaningful reason, which is why it's still considered gossip. Because if something is shared objectively, unfortunately, as much as we try not to interpret things in a subjective way, we still do take them that way. So these words pure and impure leave a subjective taste of either good or bad, which is not good. To break it down further, purity is holiness, vitality, life, potential, while impurity is the opposite. It's a reduction of holiness, death, absence of potential. Simple as that, it's a lack versus a have. The most simple example is a dead body. Dead bodies are an example of the reduction of holiness, the reduction of life, reduction of vitality, and therefore they are tameh, they are impure. Actions such as gossip, lashon hara, are also a reduction of holiness, and therefore impure, tameh. But plenty of people speak lashon hara today, so why don't we have it today? Entire communities would be walking around with white spots if we were still affected by this. Tzara'at is sometimes mistakenly referred to as leprosy, but this is incorrect because leprosy still exists, unfortunately. 
and leprosy can only exist on the body, while tsara'at can infect clothing and even houses. Tsara'at has nothing to do with bodily health, but rather spiritual health. Rav Avadius Sforno, a 16th century Italian rabbi, comments that maybe the fact that we no longer get tsara'at is too bad. He explains that tsara'at was a warning sign sent by God to us to let us know that something was spiritually wrong, that something in our interpersonal life or what's going on in our homes is amiss. Tsara'at wasn't so far away from prophecy then, a message that something is wrong. Rav Sforno teaches that, like prophecy, we don't have tsara'at today because the heightened spirituality that existed back in Torah times doesn't exist today either. Tsara'at would be on so many of our houses, on our clothes, on our bodies, that it may seem like the norm and wouldn't make much of a difference. Unfortunately, our world doesn't merit God's direct intervention to remind us who we are. But even if God doesn't interact with us in this way anymore, we can still work to heal our world. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory suggests that a cure for Lashon Hara for bad speech is Lashon HaTov, good speech. He says that we should push ourselves to a daily regimen of offering meaningful praise to other people. By speaking this Lashon HaTov, we can work to heal what Lashon Hara hurts. There's proof that even speaking Lashon HaTov, good speech to your plants, can encourage them to grow. So think about what that can do to your fellow humans. I will say that I am the self-proclaimed queen of sometimes oddly specific compliments, but I really work to mean those compliments that I give. Of course, I'm always working on Lashon Hara, my bad speech, but alas, so are we all. This Parsha is usually read around the beginning of the month of ER, which we actually began this week. There's a nice idea that ER stands for Ani Hashem Rufecha, or I am Hashem, your healer. The energy of this month is one of healing, of mending. ER is a time when what can heal us is what can help us in becoming closer to God. By elevating ourselves, our speech, and our actions, we can embrace the sparks of holiness within ourselves. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. Shabbat Shalom.